Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. You hit that middle of the week point. It is Wednesday, March 29th, 5.30. little breezy out there. Warning, well, wind is coming, so keep that in mind. I was driving in this morning. There was an accident on the 2.30. I'm sure we'll hear about it from Mitch a little later. It's right. It was, um, gosh, I get confused on the 215 because at some points it's north and southbound, and then yeah. at other points it's east and westbound. Yeah. Um, so it, it was uh, going south on the 215 in between Far Hills and Charleston. It looked like um, a truck hit the wall, and then a couple of other cars were involved, but there was a big fire truck out there, a bunch of police, and so it was slowing things down just in that area, and it wasn't very long. You just kind of had to slow down a little bit, get in the right two lanes, and then pass by it. But yeah, just a warning this morning that was uh, happening. Hope the people involved are, are okay. Yeah, it's scary stuff when you see that stuff happening in the morning, any time of day, too, and then probably as the traffic starts to build up, as the morning goes on, might be a little more congested in that area as well. How's yeah. everything else going for you? Going well. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what day it is because um, coming, uh, like, I have my to-do list, like, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, and so my Tuesday list was all over the place because I had to do, I had a couple of things scheduled. I had a Zoom scheduled. I told you how the previous day I did a Zoom and I just recorded my my side of it. So you never saw the other person. So yesterday I had a Zoom and it was actually with Jason Mraz for, for the TV show that we host, Las Vegas Now. So I am making sure everything is set up because I can't, I don't want to have to ask for a do-over on this one. <laughs> so I'm I'm like checking my thing. It's on speaker mode. Okay, we, we got everything set up. And we start recording. And I just don't trust myself. I'm like, do I stop this right now? I just don't know if it's really switching back and forth. And so um, Jason Mraz, I think, could tell I was a little distracted. <laughs> I felt bad because he was so nice. Um, but everything went fine. I So I get off the Zoom. I go to look at the playback and it's only on my face. And I'm like, oh gosh, no, please tell me no. And right as I'm getting ready to set, send an email to his people saying, can I do it again? It switched to his face. And I was like, 
Oh, so that just ruined me for the rest of the day. I was a mess. I just was panicking. Did it so it, it recorded properly then or it no? It did. It just so it's on that voice activated speaker mode. And you know sometimes like when the other per- when you're talking, the other person's voice doesn't catch right away. Yes. So it wasn't catching mm-hmm. because he speaks kind of softly. He's he's very like soothing you know and it didn't catch and i'm just like no um and then eventually his voice catched on there and and it went to him but i hate that thing because you know if you like laugh and then i'll switch to you and they're still talking i'm like oh gosh so i laughed and then there's just me on the screen i'm like oh gosh and is that delay too sometimes it'll switch to your laughter and maybe the laughter's over or it'll hold it too long (laughs) and you're and it's like oh Oh, why are you so long switch back to the other person please when you record your zooms is that the mode you set it in so it's recording voice only have you ever done it where you you do the toggling back and forth i have i don't like that too much pressure do you do that same thing with the toggling it's so hard because then you find yourself trying to look make sure you're clicking the right button and then it because recording and then you're on camera and you're kind of looking to the right like uh click yeah click click click, click. and it's just it's just it's it's too much but the only downside yeah with that toggling if you laugh or a slight little chuckle when the person's telling a really good story and you're like and then there's my face yeah it spins to your face (laughs) not me him he's the star it is yeah it is so frustrating so that kind of threw me off for the rest of the day i was i felt like i was just not I was not fully invested in everything I was doing after that, but got home, uh, did the TV show, got home and, uh, you know, kind of decompressed uh-huh. I felt a little bit better. So how about you? What was your day like? Not bad. Not bad. I, we talked about it on the show. It was, I think it was in the hot three a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago about using mouth tape when you sleep to, to you, so you breathe through your nose when, when you sleep at night. And I was really intrigued by that story and I'd ordered some mouth tape off of Amazon and it was garbage. It just didn't work. And then you were talking about just putting regular masking tape on, on your mouth. And so I tried that last week and it worked for a couple of hours, but then it started to peel off at night and also it hurt my facial hair when I peel it off. Oh, gosh, yeah. And I kept seeing these ads on Instagram. As soon as we talked about it on the show, these ads on Instagram called this tape called Hostage. And it shows these, these guys with beards putting the tape over their mouth and ripping it off with ease. And I kept seeing the ad over and over, and I finally ordered it. And the stuff arrived on Monday, so I used it Monday and Tuesday. The tape stayed on all night long, and looking back, the past two nights... Has definitely been a deeper sleep for me. Well, that's that's good. Yes, yeah, snoring can really just disrupt everything. It's nice because it was it for snoring. Well, it was just for for breathing. That all the benefits of breathing through your nose when you sleep. More oxygen. It helps your your focus. Helps with memory. All laundry list of stuff. No dry mouth when you sleep. So snoring is one of the things. I don't know if I was snoring or not. Um, I'll find out. I have to check with Laura if I was snoring or not. But. Definitely a, a deeper, deeper sleep, which is interesting. Yeah, I, 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 my husband lately has been snoring, and it's not loud. It's mm-hmm. just like, and I just worry about like the dry mouth thing, what it's doing to his throat. So when I, if I ever snore, he shakes me like there's no tomorrow. Grabs onto my arm. <laughs> when he does, I gently rub his arm. I'm like nice and smooth, and he goes, I'm like, you're snoring, and he's like, oh, sorry. Turns on his side, me. Shake, 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 shake. I'm like, ah! <laughs> I, I just wish he would lighten up a little bit. That's how Laura's, well, Laura wakes me. She gives me a, a hard push. But for the, as far as the dry mouth, too, it obviously, it, for me, it helps with that the past, the past two nights sleeping with it because you're not breathing through your mouth. And because of that, a lot of times I would get up to use the bathroom at night and I would have that dry mouth and I have a bottle of water in the bathroom. I take a couple swigs, which would lead to me using the bathroom more. So last night, waking up to use the bathroom, 
not having dry mouth, not drinking any water throughout the night. So I think I'm, I'm not waking up as much as well. Yeah, that'll do it. Well, now we know masking tape doesn't work and there's a tape for guys with beards. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't hurt when Duck you Duck Dynasty off. guys, you're in. You got it. I think it was one of the guys from Duck Dynasty that had on his mouth. I'm not surprised. I really am not. Well, we are so happy to have you guys here with us this morning. Let's kick off the show. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Cannonball by The Breeders? The last flash. Do you want to hear I'm Like a Bird by Nelly Furtado? Or do you want to hear Bare Naked Ladies, If I Had a Million Dollars? If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, will I buy you a cake car? Nice, reliant automobile. Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. All you have to do is vote on our Facebook page, tweet us at Mercedes in the AM, or call or text us 702 364 9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come here on the pre-show. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Ed Sheeran reveals the megastar that turned down a collaboration. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in by one vote. I'm Like a Bird by Nelly Furtado is the pre-show you pick up. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Ed Sheeran revealed that Jay-Z declined to collaborate on his hit song, Shape of You, back in 2017. Talking about this song right here. I'm in love with the shape of you. Ed says he sent the song to Jay-Z, who politely turned down the offer, saying that he didn't think the song needed a rap verse. Ed then praised Jay-Z's decision, saying that he has a very good ear and usually gets things right, and called it a, a very natural, respectful pass. Uh, that's why I think Jay-Z is a billionaire, because he knows <laughs> he knows the music. <laughs> uh, I get excited anytime I see a BTS story to come in here and, and talk to you about it. So BTS is... Can I interrupt you really quickly? Yeah. I got to tell you, I really appreciate that because uh, you're very supportive of my love for that group. And I noticed that whenever any news comes out, you bring it up. And it just it means a lot to me that you would feed into my love for the band. So thank you for doing well, that. I've never that. I've never formally thanked you for well, that. I appreciate but I, that. I appreciate that. So continue. I'm sorry. Well, I love your enthusiasm about it. And it's contagious. Your love of BTS. So we're talking about BTS is Jungkook. He just got hired for a new role. So Jungkook is Calvin Klein's new global brand ambassador. And the singer's new campaign pictures, they're shaking the internet. So he's 25 years old. Did you know that he had that going on underneath his shirt? Oh, no. See, I think I mentioned this last week. Their first phase, that they would not show any skin at all. In fact, um, they have this show called Run BTS, and sometimes, like, if their shirt would fly up, the editors would put an emoji there. So you couldn't even, like, see their stomach. Um, sometimes if their shirt was buttoned down too low, they put an emoji right there. So it was all covered. Phase, the next phase, after yet to come, they're moving in this next phase. They're shirtless. They're showing their abs. Like, it is just a whole new world. And all 
Uh, like the whole army is so thirsty for it. It's so funny. It's he is the guy's in great shape. He's wearing a jean jacket that's left unbuttoned to flaunt his tone physique. He's got a pair of Calvin Klein underwear peeking over his mid-rise jeans. He looks fantastic. He's but, got a teeny tiny little waist. I'm so <laughs> jealous. I saw him like, oh my gosh, your waist is so small. <laughs> I love it. John Cook is shaking the internet with his abs. It's fantastic. Oh man, it's it's crazy. He looks fabulous. He's really is he the youngest at 25 in that group? Yeah. He's the youngest. Taylor Swift, she launched her Errors tour, and it's paying off. So seven of her albums, after she launched the tour, are now in the top 40 of the Billboard 200 charts. we got Midnight's, Lover, Folklore, 1989, Red, Taylor's version, Reputation, and Evermore, all in the top 40. Now, because of this, Taylor has become the first living artist to have seven albums in the top 40 of the Billboard 200 charts at the same time. I was reading an article on BuzzFeed last night, and they were talking about all the Easter eggs in her concert. I was dead. I was like, no, I missed that. Like, I didn't realize she put Easter eggs in her concert. And then going back and them them showing everything... I was like, how did I miss that? Oh my gosh. It was it's a really good article if you if you guys want to check it out. I found myself reading that same article last night. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Look at her fingernails. Um yeah. on the when she sings twenty two, look at the shirt that says um nothing going on around here or whatever. The letters in red are spelling something, they think. So it's just it's so cool, all the things that she has. They talked about that there's a on the there's a video scene where there's the house burning down. Mm. Maybe Maybe speculation that that this she's going to take a break after this. Or? No, she's going to remake the the album. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's a good read on Buzzfeed. It's really good. Uh, kind of weird timing on the dirt. We'll have more coming up in the seven o'clock hour, right around seven fifteen. It's Mix ninety four point one Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1811. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock on Wednesday, March 29th. So happy to have you guys here with us. Uh, two things I want to bring up really quick. One, the guy is back. That The guy in our sister station studio that is doing their morning show, he's back this morning. Did you see him at I, all? I saw him walking in, hat on again hat backwards and he rolls in with like a trunk of stuff like a big old suitcase you can kind of see a suitcase if you look to the left of your banner he uh, rolls in with a suitcase he's from LA I know that yeah um, he maybe he's had to check out of his hotel oh and yeah there you go yeah uh-huh. and he's going today yeah I just uh He's in the studio right next to me, and he has the light on so bright, and so it distracts me during the show. <laughs> it is a bright light. I'm surprised he has that light, because there's dimmer lights in there, too. Yeah, and I, I almost went in there to turn it off, and then as I was getting ready to push the door, I saw a hand move, and I was like, oh, he's in there. I was like, good thing I didn't open it. Second thing, um, last hour, we were talking about Taylor Swift and how she has all these Easter eggs in her Eras Tour concert, and I was at it over the weekend, and I didn't even think to look for Easter eggs. I didn't even think to, um, to analyze everything. I was just enjoying the music and the scenery, and it was really cool. Well, someone just texted us asking what were some of the Easter eggs. And it's in this BuzzFeed article, and we can actually post it if you guys want to check it out. But um, I think it's so cool. I said, look at her fingernails. And the fingernails thing, you can see all her nails are a different color. And they're saying that it's because 
each color represents one of her albums. There's a dark blue one. That's Midnight's. There's a beige one, Forevermore, a gray one for Folklore, a pink one for Lover, and and on and on and on. So that was one of them. And it's just a really cool article to see, especially if you had the opportunity to go to the concert over the weekend. I mean, people are obsessed with finding things like that, especially like the younger kids who are really, really like obsessed with her. I think actually the older kids and the adults <laughs> and the grandmas. Are I saw some grandmas there. They're obsessed with Taylor Swift on social media. Was there an artist when you were a kid that you were so obsessed with? Like you, you saw everything they were on. You read everything. Uh, you bought the magazines, all that stuff. Who was that artist for you? Uh, for me, it was Michael Jackson. Ah. And, I think for a lot of kids. Yeah, huge in the 80s and 90s. And, and I think I, I got it from my sister. My sister is like four years older than me. So she was a huge Michael Jackson fan. So by default, I really got into Michael Jackson. It's funny because that was my first concert was the Jackson 5 with Michael Jackson on tour. And I was talking to my mom about it because I have a buddy out here who was at the exact same show in Philadelphia. And I asked her, like, any chance that we save ticket stubs? So she went digging for stuff. She didn't find the ticket stubs, but she found a scrapbook album that I had of Michael Jackson stuff. I should ever send me a picture of it. Because you open it up, there's stickers inside there. There's magazine articles, newspaper articles. I was doing all these clippings of Michael Jackson and putting them in a scrapbook when I was a kid. That's uh, that, that's so cute. I, I wish <laughs> she found that. I think that, did anything change when, like, all the other stories about him came out? Did that change your opinion or oh, your yeah. fandom at all? Yeah, I just think, I think I, I grew out of my fandom as, as as I got older, I got into U2 and, and different genres, and the Michael Jackson stuff just just faded away. And then all that stuff kind of broke. What in the mid '90s that stuff broke? Yeah, I think so. I think so. When I was when I was younger, for me it was Madonna. I was like, I loved Madonna. I I remember one particular video music awards that she performed, and it was when she did Vogue, and I literally was standing in front of the TV recording it. And trying to learn the dance. Like, I was absolutely obsessed with her. And I had pictures, and my mom and dad would buy me magazines if they saw her on it. And I had um, I had the tapes to begin with, and I moved on to the CDs and all that. It was just, yeah, she was, she was my Taylor Swift. What did you think when she covered this song? This was for uh, the Austin Powers movie, right? Oh, was it? I think so. So... I was not a kid at that point. <laughs> Maybe a, a young adult, uh, but I, I think this is a classic. I I could have done without it. I really could have done without it. Are you going to go see her? She's got two shows in October, and then she's coming back this third day, which is awesome, but that's not until January. Would you would you go to one of the shows if the tickets became available? I, I like you, I kind of grew out of that. And I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm not a fan, but I'm not really an obsessed fan. So if someone wants to give me a pair of tickets, I, I would gladly take them. But otherwise, I'm probably not going to go. Probably not going to buy tickets. Well, it's interesting because we talked about it. She's has not been a fan of Las Vegas in the past. Yeah, that, that really does not sit well with me. And if you if you want to know what we're talking, if you can go back, I think it was the 1996 Billboard Music Awards. She won an Icon Award. 
And her whole speech was like, I don't like coming to Las Vegas. I don't like being in this city. If there's one thing that'll get me to come to the city, it's to get an award. And it was just like she was slamming Las Vegas. I know. It was so rude. We, we're getting some text here. Uh, Brenda says Menudo was uh, her her obsession. Uh, this one says Donny Osmond. This one says New Kids on the Block. All the way to collecting uh, merch had every magazine, uh, knew every single dance. That is so cute. I love that. Now, coming up on the show here in about 15 minutes, we have that early edition of Heads Up. And when you win it, we've got those tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space. You're going to see your favorite Disney characters come to life. It's such a cool experience that's coming to Las Vegas. That's in about 15 minutes. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? Well, the Life is Beautiful lineup is out. What do you guys think about it? We want to hear you. We'll tell you some of the big names that will be performing. Also, the number one movie on Netflix right now is a movie from 2019 that really got no attention and no one has even heard about it until now. And the new shoes that work both forwards and backwards. We're going to explain coming up next and what's trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. So let's talk about the Life is Beautiful lineup. It came out yesterday. What are everyone's thoughts? What do you guys think of the lineup? It was announced for the 10th annual Life is Beautiful Festival. Can't believe it's been 10 years since this festival started. According to the festival's website, the 2023 festival promises to be bigger, bolder, and just as beautiful. So the headliners for the three-day event are The Killers. Kendrick Lamar. You can get it, you can get it, you can get it, you can get it. And I know just know just know. And then on Sunday, the headliner is Odessa. Uh, no, no, Odessa. We don't have any Odessa. Do you have any Odessa? No, Steph says no okay, Odessa. Okay, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm like, eh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> no Odessa. Um, so other performers include Flume, Yeah, 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 the 1975. Omar Apollo, Khalid, Bibi Rexa. No Florida Georgia line, just Bibi Rexa. <laughs> uh, Kim Petras. Tickets, they go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Any favorites for you on that one? Uh, just I, the killers. For me, you can't go wrong with the killers. Well, somebody told me. And they were there before at Life is Beautiful. Yeah. The same year that Duran Duran was there. And I, someone had told me that Brandon Flowers was going to go on stage with Duran Duran. So I made all my friends stay at the very last song with Duran Duran. And they missed like three or four artists that they want to see. I'm like, no, trust me. Brandon Flowers is going to come out. It's going to be awesome. They're like, okay. Duran Duran wraps up. They're like, have a good night. I'm like, oh, I got bad information. Oops, sorry about that. I, we had heard rumors of the Killers uh, performing this year. That was uh, definitely something that was going around. And uh, I guess that has been in the works for a couple of years. Like, this wasn't just a, hey, do you guys want to come this year? It was. It, it was 
put into motion about two or three years ago. So, you know, not a not a big surprise on this one, apparently. You guys uh, and your family, your daughters and stuff, really have the, the, your pulse on the finger of music. Was there, you know, outside of the headliners, is there a, like a secondary act that's like up and coming that you're like your girls are excited about or that you're excited about seeing? Yes, we were really excited about Rina Sawayama. Um, she is, she's a singer. Um, she is Japanese and British. I believe she's even a model and her her music is awesome i love it and in fact um i want to say i just saw an article i think she was in john wick the latest john wick which one is it four four mm-hmm. i think she might have been in that i'm not well, that's cool i'm not 100 percent, but yeah she's gonna be there we were excited about that um like her big hit current well it's not really current it was last year but let hold the girl if you want to hear that song she's i was really excited about um her and then well i just because it'll make me smile young gravy <laughs> do you know who young gravy, no, who's young gravy? <laughs> oh steph can you put in a young gravy hook you're gonna love it because he he samples a song that i know you love oh really yes okay I know. young gravy i'm ready yeah. to go yeah uh, he was uh he's He's I don't want to say he's mainstream, but he's done a, he, one of his hits is pretty big. You probably have heard it. and You just didn't realize it. But uh, we'll come back to that once she can get uh, OK. This some music. This is good. because Everybody talk about the headliners and you could be at the office today. But like Young Gravy's going to be there. Like, <laughs> All right. Young Gravy. He was on a red carpet with um, Addison Ray's mom. Do you know who Addison Ray is? Why do I know Addison she's, Ray? She's a TikToker. Okay. She's like a big TikToker. So her mom is pretty big on um, on TikTok also. And um, th- I guess her dad and her, or, or her husband and her, they broke up and uh, she just randomly shows up on a red carpet with, with Young Gravy. And everyone's like, wait, Addison Ray's mom is with Young Gravy? Like he's, he's a younger guy. Uh. She's, you know, I don't know how old she is, but um, it, it was just really funny. I think her name's Sherry. I don't know, but it was, uh, it was just kind of funny. Look up uh, Young Gravy and, and Sherry uh, Easterling, I think her name is. (laughs) They were kissing. Everyone was like, what is happening? It was so funny. I get it, Young Gravy. Um, Let's see. What else is trending this morning? Uh, I See You is trending. The number one movie on Netflix right now is a movie from 2019. It's called I See You, and it reached the top spot after fans have taken to social media to express their love for the film. Now, when it was released in December of 2019, it did not get very much attention. Once it was added to Netflix last week, people have discovered the film thanks to a TikTok that currently has almost 13 million views. Do we have that TikTok in there? Uh, is it here, Steph? Steph says no. Okay. So um, anyway, yeah, it, the movie stars Helen Hunt and John Tenney, and the movie description says, as he searches for a missing child, a small town detective uncovers a malicious presence lurking in the crevices of his family's already broken home. So I watched the trailer. It looked pretty good. Uh, and it was cool to see Helen Hunt. Uh, I'd seen her in a movie for a while. Mm-hmm. It, it looks it looks decent. It looks pretty good. So TikTok... It's bringing back older songs, making them you know hit the charts and stuff, and now it's doing that for movies that we're missing. I I guess so, yeah. Because in twenty nineteen, nobody yeah. really saw this, and now it's the number one movie on Netflix, which is kind of crazy. Helen Hunt last movie I think I saw her in was The Panic Room. 
Oh, no, was, was that Jodie? Was it Jodie Foster? Foster? I was going to say in Twister. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Helen Hunt was like the it girl in the nineties, and yeah. then she just kind of you know stepped away. Or what was that movie she was in? In with uh, was it Jack Nicholson? Oh, oh, he yeah. Would use plastic forks. Oh gosh, Is, was she in that? Yeah, she was. Good. No. Oh my gosh, I see it. In as the, good I, as it gets. Yes, with Greg Kinnear. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah that was the last movie I saw her in. Um. Finally, this morning, B W D shoe is trending. So. That Mischief fashion brand, we talk about them a lot because they release some kind of interesting products. They invented a new shoe that you can wear backwards. Let me explain. See, no matter which end you put your foot in, it's still functional footwear. So if you wear them like normal, it's an open-toed sneaker. And that alone is kind of weird. But if you wear them the other way, they turn into sandals. And it looks like you've got your shoes on backwards. They're called the BWD shoe. I think it's short for backward. Um, The brand tends to specialize in really weird things. They also created those big red boots that make you look like a cartoon character. uh Remember those? So their new backward shoes will cost 135 bucks and they hit their website on April 11th. Would you buy them? No, absolutely not. But do you want to hear Young Gravy? I do. Tell me if you know this song. You'll know this song. All right. Okay. Well, so there you go. <laughs> but listen, listen for him to kick in. Never let you down, baby. So if I go, I definitely want to see Young Gravy do this song. Yeah, I love his voice. Gravy got cheese now, that's poutine. Gravy coming there you go. I was not Rickrolling you. He's really no. going to be there. That's what's trending. I saw Steph loading up Rick Astley first. I'm like, is she about to Rickroll me on something? <laughs> <laughs> that was very smart, Steph. Nice job yeah. on that. We want to call her 20 right now at 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up. And this is a really cool prize. We have a four-pack of tickets for you to enjoy the Disney Animation Immersive Experience. It's, having, it's happening at the Lighthouse Art Space at Crystals. And it's just really... A cool experience where you get to see pictures and and scenes from all your favorite Disney movies in one space. It is immersive and it is going to be fun for the entire family. So Caller 20, you get to play Heads Up right now. You get to pick your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will be there. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's get our contestant, Tammy, your caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I sure am. All right, we want to get you these tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space. You have three categories to choose from this morning. Do you want to go with Lavender Haze, Bravo, or Piano? Piano. Piano. It is. World Piano Day is today. So these are all things that start with the letter P. Okay? All righty. All right. The letter P. Who do you want to pick as your partner? I'm going to go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Tammy. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You win. You start now. You can win money playing this game. Texas Hold'em. Um, uh, five card. You, uh, who has the better hand? Poker. Yes. Um, th- when you don't like the color of your house, you might do this to it. Paint it. Yes. Um, I like to fry things up in a. 
Can. Yes. Um, the UPS people deliver this to your home. Parcels. Uh, no, it's Packages. a... Yes. Um, this is circular food with... With pepperoni on it. Pancakes. Oh, pizza. Yes. This is a bird that sits on a pirate's shoulder and is colorful. Parrot. Yes. yes. Nice job, Tammy. Congratulations. Yay. Tim, thank you, thank you. You guys had plenty of time to spare. Nice job, Tammy. Uh, you just got tickets. Yeah, we should have hit 10, Mercedes. I know. We should have kept going just to Ooh. see if we could set a record or something. Got a record. <laughs> I love the confidence, Tammy. You got those tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space. You're going to see your favorite Disney characters come to life. We have these tickets again for you tomorrow morning with that early edition of Heads Up. And up next, it's Two Truths and One Lie. Two of us are going to be telling you a truth true story or a true fact whatever the other person though is completely lying completely looking in your eyes if you're on our live stream and lying to you jump on that live stream here we're going to be on our facebook page and on our youtube channel mercedes in the morning and you try to guess who the liar is two truths and one lie is coming up next call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The game is two truths and a lie. It's true. So you've heard of it. Yeah, you've heard well, yeah, yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. It is a good game, and we are excited to play Two Truths and One Lie. We are live streaming right now on our Facebook page and on our YouTube channel. Just search Mercedes in the Morning. Make sure you like or subscribe, too, so you can get all the updates from the show, some special off-the-air stuff. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us is going to be lying. We have all predetermined on our little pieces of paper what we are doing. Steph, who is going first this morning? I am. You are. Ooh. Okay. All right, Steph, you have 30 seconds on the clock, and we will try to determine if you are a truth teller or a liar. 
Ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Starts now. Talked about how my mom was in D.C. last week, and it reminded me of the time. The last time my mom and myself were in D.C., we were together. I had a dance show there. We stayed at the Embassy Suites in D.C., and I got in big trouble. And it's because I snuck out. I went on a metro with some friends to meet up with other friends that lived in the area. They lived in Fairfax, Virginia. My mom found out and she was upset with me. Oh, I would be too. You just (laughs) go and gallivant all over the place. Go to another uh, state. Yeah, basically, right? <laughs> How old were you? I was 16 years old. Oh, bad girl. Oh, I know. see, I see, I see Steph the troublemaker, but also she was dropping some DC terminology like the Metro, Fairfax, Virginia. Yeah. As if she just Googled it. <laughs> oh, that's Did pretty, I? that's pretty close, 16, isn't it? 16 on the Metro, going from the district to Fairfax. Uh, wow. I, I was big. not proud of this moment, but it happened. It did. Steph, you, I don't know. I'm conflicted. You're so, you're so sweet and you're so honest, but I have a feeling you had a phase. There's a wild side of Steph. (laughs) I think you had a phase. All right. Is Steph telling the truth or is she lying? You be the judge. That means I am up next. Are you guys ready? Yeah. You ready? Start now. This is really simple, but I just thought of it literally 10 minutes ago. Um, I love to wear, wear weird, weird or creative or cool socks like that's kind of my thing i love wearing fun socks and today i'm wearing a pair of socks that have cinderella on one uh sock and it has the mice uh gus gus and i forget the other guy's name on the other one (laughs) i'm wearing cinderella socks today (laughs) i've never seen your wacky socks you haven't i have I love zero? your socks, Mercedes. We were in a meeting the other day and in the conference room, and she had like her one leg up. Uh-huh. And I was like, You have really cute socks on. And she <laughs> told me awesome. where she got them. So I, this is totally believable. I can see you with like some cute Disney socks. I saw you and Steph had the same sneakers on yesterday in our, in our meeting. Did you guys have the same shoes on? Yeah, we were yeah. both wearing pandas. Yes. Yeah, so we that's funny. So yeah, I'm just wearing a cute Cinderella socks. Oh, today. I hope this is the truth because <laughs> I want to see these socks so bad. <laughs> All right. Am I telling the truth or am I lying? You be the judge and let us know. You can text us at 702-364-9400. Call us at that same number or just comment on our live stream. Okay, JC, you're up next. It starts now. Mine is very simple as well. I was thinking about this last week. I was uh, the, the very first thing I ever won on a radio station was tickets to go see the band The Soup Dragon. It was 1993. I was working at the inn and, and the girl that was working overnight was running late. So I had to stay there late. It was like 1130 at night. And uh, I had the alternative station on, and they had a contest, and so I called in, and I got through, and I, I won, and the, there was two dudes that were on air, and they're like, are you sure you're going to use these tickets? I'm like, absolutely. They're like, the show's this weekend. I'm like, I'll be down and pick them up tomorrow. I never picked up the tickets. Uh, <laughs> you were one of those listeners? <laughs> See, you are a liar. <laughs> you are a liar. <laughs> like they were grilling me, too. I'm like, calm down. Yeah, I'll, I'll use the tickets. I never went and got them. And looking back, I'm like, I, I was that guy. I was that guy that won and never picked up the tickets. You, they were probably so sad sitting there like, he said he'll be here. Okay, like, hey, but those leftovers finally went to a staff member. They're like, yay! yay. That's true. <laughs> Someone <laughs> went to the Soup Dragons because of me. Yes. All right. Let's uh, put this to the test. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? Uh, let's look on, on our live stream. Navardo says Steph is definitely lying. 
Um, Jeremiah says Mercedes is telling the truth. We have Missy who says Steph is lying. Wesley says Mercedes is the liar. Interesting. Um, <laughs> Bizarre Gaming says JC is full of caca. <laughs> Joyce says Steph is lying. <laughs> the caca uh, part got me. <laughs> um, this one says on the text line, how fun. You're wearing Cinderella socks. My daughter is playing Cinderella tonight in her school's musical. Oh, <gasps> Tell us her name so we can give her a shout out and wish her luck. Or break a leg. That is yeah. what you say. Mm-hmm. Break a leg. Um, Erica also says Steph is lying. Well, let's get to it. Let's get, do the big reveal. Truth teller number one. Troublemaker me, I got in so much trouble. I will never forget that phone call from my mom. Oh, never again did I do anything like that, especially out of this my hometown. Oh, you took the you took the metro, took the subway. I took the orange line. Oh my gosh, Steph (laughs) with DC knowledge. Wow. Okay, Steph was telling the truth. Down to you and me, there, Fernandez. Uh Truth teller number two. It was me. Yes, I went tickets to go see the Super Dragons. <laughs> what, would my, what would my life path been if I would have picked up those tickets and went and saw the, the concert? That means I am the liar. Oh, oh, no. But I want to show you something. I may not be wearing Cinderella socks, but I am wearing... I never know you did cool like monkey socks. Oh, those are cute. What are That's those? Cool. SpongeBob SquarePants. No way! SpongeBob. You see them? They're yeah, so absolutely. Cute. It's adorable. Yeah. Yeah, I, do, I like to wear funky socks, but they're not Cinderella. Not today. Do you have any Cinderella socks? I do have a pair of Cinderella socks. I'll wear them one day so you guys can see them. But yeah, um, they're SpongeBob, not Cinderella. And I was putting them on this morning. I was like, oh, I'll lie about my socks. That's a great idea. If you even had the truth, like, hey, I'm wearing SpongeBob socks. Like, what? <laughs> I feel like so far out there. I know. I was hoping. I would have said that if I had the yeah. truth. But alas, I did not. All right. Hot Three's up next. What do you got for us? Okay. We are going to talk about um, some NFL rules uh, that were implemented yesterday. This will be kind of interesting to see um, what is going to happen this upcoming season. Also, um, when you like to nap, do you like to nap in any sort of weird places? 30% of people say they love to sleep here and it's kind of weird. And then also scientists have created the first meatball made out of this animal. Wait until you hear what it is. That's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. So the NFL voted Tuesday to allow all players other than offensive and defensive linemen to wear the jersey number zero. So the proposal was submitted by your favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles, and also allows kickers and punters to use any jersey numeral between 0 and 49 and 90 and 99. So we'll see some zeros out there in the field. I'm surprised you didn't comment on my my comment. (laughs) Uh, I was just waiting for you to jump in. They're not my favorite team. (laughs) Uh, I was hoping they'd win the Super Bowl. So I thought we were going down that road. No, I I was just saying that to to get at you. The NFL also voted to expand instant replay to allow for review on failed fourth down attempts, which was a proposal that had been submitted by the Houston Texans. In addition, the league voted to make the penalty for tripping 
a personal foul. So some changes. Um, there are some notable rule proposals that did not pass or weren't voted on this week. Some of those included allowing teams to designate a third quarterback on game days, uh, giving teams a chance to convert fourth and 20 from their own 20 yard line as an equivalent to an onside kick attempt, um, allowing roughing the passer penalties to be reviewable and uh, spotting the ball at the 25 yard line on a fair catch of a kickoff. The um, you know, the roughing the passer th- th- and some to some of the penalties this past year are pretty. It was, definitely was not roughing the passer. Um, so I, I would like to see that rule go through. But I'm still on, uh, on the uh, on the zero. So we'll see some zeros out in the field. Yeah, I I mean they haven't had zeros before, have they? Or or they have? No, no, they have not. Like, I, but I know I do know. Speaking of the Eagles, I think the Eagles mascot. I think he wears, um, you know, it's an eagle, but I think he wears a football jersey, and I think he's double zero. Is oh, his, okay. Is his, is his uniform? Well, now maybe a player's going to steal that from <laughs> from him. Uh, also, this morning, some people need to be in bed to fall asleep. Other people can fall asleep anywhere, even on a pile of underwear. A new survey asked people for their alternative sleep spots, and 51% claimed the couch. But it's surprising that percentage wasn't higher because the other options don't seem as uh, good. 44% said they'll catch some Z's on the carpet or on a rug. 43% said an armchair works. And 36% said at a table or desk. 30% of people, though, said that they would fall asleep on top of laundry, which I am... I used to do all the time when you got your laundry out of the dryer and you would put it on the bed. I would lay down on it because it was nice and warm. Oh, it wraps around oh, you. Oh, it's a great so feeling. So nice. I haven't done that in a long time, but I think I will do it again because I, I used to do that a lot. Um, out, 15% said outside. Maybe they're talking about like on a hammock or a lounge chair oh, or something sounds like relaxing. that. <laughs> not, I, not in this weather right now. Oh, though. no. <laughs> the wind and everything. If, if I'm driving and you know when you're just that exhaustion takes over and you just feel it, like, oh, I just want to take a nap. But I just need a couple minutes. And if I have the time, I'll pull over into a parking lot, put my car in park and nap in my car. And it's just a couple minutes just to, to give in to that nap. But the, it's a scary, but the adrenaline kicks in because I'll wake up from that nap and think for a split second that I'm driving. And all of a sudden, the adrenaline kicks in. So you wake up from a nap, and then the adrenaline kicks in, and you're super wide awake after that. Yeah, I, I, that's for, for that reason, I don't like sleeping in a car. Because for me, I don't think I'm driving. If I wake up, um, like because you're parked, and if there's other cars next to you, and I just open my eyes slightly, and the car bo- next to me is pulling out of the spot, I think I'm moving forward. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> start freaking out. See, the adrenaline kicks in then. <laughs> yes. Finally, this morning, if you want to try the real caveman diet, you can't get more authentic than this. There's a company in Australia, and they make lab-grown meat, and they just unveiled their first woolly mammoth meatball. They took mammoth DNA and used elephant DNA to fill in any gaps. And then they cultured the meat in a lab until they had enough for one mammoth-sized meatball. It's about as big as a cantaloupe. Their goal is for lab-grown meat to go mainstream so we don't have to get protein from living animals. So it's mostly a publicity stunt. They're not planning to sell the woolly mammoth meat, but... Did you know that Katy Perry is changing her lifestyle for her husband, Orlando Bloom? 
In what way is she changing it? So um, I don't know if she has ever had an issue with alcohol, but she has been sober for five weeks now, and she has a three-month pact with Orlando Bloom to be sober for three months. I don't know if this is some sort of experiment, if he said, hey, you know, for me, I'd like you to stop drinking at least for a certain period of time. But she's like... I got to I got to keep this going. I'm doing this for him. She's she's talking about it publicly and uh, she says she can't cave in. A dry January is more like a dry March for these guys. And uh, she's completely changing her lifestyle because of it, at least temporarily. Who knows? Maybe she'll keep with it. But have you ever changed something about your lifestyle because of someone else maybe it was a spouse maybe it was a boyfriend or girlfriend or a a family member where they were like hey i would like you to change this and you did it for them have you ever done something like that well the big thing and i've talked about it many times before was when laura was diagnosed with crohn's disease back in 2004 one of the things she couldn't have anymore was dairy just that was just no more because of her stomach and her condition and so i went down that path with her i said okay we won't we won't have we'll go to soy milk almond milk we've done all the milks oat milk uh, we'll, we'll go down that road together and i will try my hardest not to have cheese and dairy and uh, i stuck to that really really hard things are a little more lax now uh, but in our house you're not going to find regular cheese if we buy cheese it's some kind of you know non-dairy cheese if we do a pizza it's a non-dairy pizza um, the milk that we have is almond milk i think right now in the house so we still i still follow that, that path but when she first was diagnosed i was pretty much all in with her diet of diet of going dairy free that's uh I, and that's commendable because as as easy as it would be for you to just stay doing what you do and she has her food and you have yours you just you wanted to keep it consistent and not make it so difficult for her seeing you have things that she can't have yeah it just made things a lot easier to just go grocery shopping just buy the stuff that i know she can eat and then i can eat and also too i never want to be in a situation where like i bought a bag of chips and you know i, I didn't realize there was dairy in them i didn't check and she has them and she gets sick so it was, it was just it was just much easier when we were starting out together to to have that lifestyle has she taken anything from your lifestyle and implemented it to her life? Hmm, I gotta think about that. What about you? Have you changed anything for, for you? I think for me, what I've taken from my relationship is I, I try to be neater. My husband has this rule, clean as you go. So instead of throwing dishes in the sink, I just take that dish and I clean it and I put it away. Or um, instead of leaving clothes on the floor, I just immediately, if it's something you can rewear like a sweatshirt, hang it back up or throw it in the hamper. So I clean as I go. For me, for him and me, he has definitely um, become more open-minded about eating healthier foods. Like he eats salmon probably three times a week. He's always eating it. But the thing that really stands out, and this happened early in our relationship, I noticed during the summer, he always wore jeans. Always. I was like, why don't you wear shorts ever? He's like, I, I don't like wearing shorts. I don't feel comfortable in shorts. I'm like, why not? You have really nice legs. You should wear shorts. He's like, I'm just too pale. I'm like, well, you're pale because you're always wearing pants. <laughs> so he, I, I bought him a pair of shorts and, it, you know, it was the late 90s. So they were jorts. Um, <laughs> he started wearing those jean shorts all the time. And now he, he does not wear jorts, but he wears shorts all the time in the summer and sometimes in the fall. 
mostly in the spring. Yeah, he's always wearing shorts now. That's a big transition for yeah. that, that jean pan person to go to shorts. You got to find that right pair of shorts that, that fit him properly. And oh, now. man, those Levi's shorts were, <laughs> I mean, John Cena would be proud. That was a style back then. <laughs> it was. Did he have a, a little loop to keep a hammer in there? Because some of those shorts did have uh, the, oh, the like hammer Oh, like the cargo shorts? Yeah, the cargo shorts. <laughs> no, I don't think he had one of those. 35 he, pockets. He has the he has the dad shorts, with, which are not the jean uh, cargos, but just like the beige cargos. Uh-huh. Doesn't every dad have those shorts? I think every dad has to have beige cargo shorts. <laughs> Pockets for everything. <laughs> They're dad shorts. <laughs> Coming up uh, here, don't forget, next hour, we have those tickets for you to our spring fling that happens at 825. Did you know that Katy Perry is changing her lifestyle for her husband, Orlando Bloom? You, In what way is she changing it? So um, I don't know if she has ever had an issue with alcohol, but... She has been sober for five weeks now, and she has a three-month pact with Orlando Bloom to be sober for three months. I don't know if this is some sort of experiment, if he said, hey, you know, for me, I'd like you to stop drinking at least for a certain period of time. But she's like, I got to I got to keep this going. I'm doing this for him. She's she's talking about it publicly. And uh, she says she can't cave in. A dry January is more like a dry March for these guys. And uh, she's completely changing her lifestyle because of it, at least temporarily. Who knows? Maybe she'll keep with it. But have you ever changed something about your lifestyle because of someone else. Maybe it was a spouse. Maybe it was a boyfriend or girlfriend or a, a family member where they were like, hey, I would like you to change this. And you did it for them. Have you ever done something like that? Well, the big thing, and I've talked about it many times before, was when Laura was diagnosed with Crohn's disease back in 2004. One of the things she couldn't have anymore was dairy. Just that was just no more because of her stomach and her condition. And so I went down that path with her. I said, okay, we won't, we won't have, we'll go to soy milk, almond milk. We've done all the milks, oat milk. Uh, we'll, we'll go down that road together. And I will try my hardest not to have cheese and dairy. And uh, I stuck to that really, really hard. Things are a little more lax now. Uh, but in our house, you're not going to find regular cheese. If we buy cheese, it's some kind of, you know, non dairy cheese. If we do a pizza, it's a non dairy pizza. Um, the milk that we have is almond milk, I think, right now in the house. So we still, I still follow that. that path but when she first was diagnosed i was pretty much all in with her diet of diet of going dairy free that's uh i and that's commendable because as as easy as it would be for you to just stay doing what you do and she has her food and you have yours you just you wanted to keep it consistent and not make it so difficult for her seeing you have things that she can't have yeah it just made things a lot easier to just go grocery shopping just buy the stuff that i know she can eat and then i can eat and also too i'd never want to be in a situation where like i bought a bag of chips and you know i, I didn't realize there was dairy in them i didn't check and she has them and she gets sick so it was, it was just it was just much easier when we were starting out together to to have that lifestyle has she taken anything from your lifestyle and implemented it to her life? Hmm, I gotta think about that. What about you? Have you changed anything for for you? I think for me, what I've taken from my relationship is I, I try to be neater. My husband has this rule, clean as you go. So instead of throwing dishes in the sink, I just take that dish and I clean it and I put it away. Or um, instead of leaving clothes on the floor, I just immediately, if it's something you can rewear like a sweatshirt, hang it back up or throw it in the hamper. So I clean as I go. For me, for him and me, he has definitely um, become more open-minded about eating healthier foods. Like he eats salmon probably three times a week. He's That's great. always eating it. But the thing that really stands out, and this happened early in our relationship, I noticed during the summer, 
he always wore jeans. Always. I was like, why don't you wear shorts ever? He's like, I, I don't like wearing shorts. I don't feel comfortable in shorts. I'm like, why not? You have really nice legs. You should wear shorts. He's like, I'm just too pale. I'm like, well, you're pale because you're always wearing pants. <laughs> so he, I, I bought him a pair of shorts and it, you know, it was the late nineties. So they were jorts. Um, <laughs> he started wearing those jean shorts all the time. And now he, he does not wear jorts, but he wears shorts all the time in the summer and sometimes in the fall. Mostly in the spring. Yeah, he's always wearing shorts now. That's a big transition for yeah. that, that jean pan person to go to shorts. You got to find that right pair of shorts that, that fit him properly. And oh, that... man, those Levi's jorts were, <laughs> I mean, John Cena would be proud. That was a style back then. <laughs> it was. Did he have a, a little loop to keep a hammer in there? Because some of those jorts did have uh, the, oh, the like hammer Oh, like the cargo jorts? Yeah, the cargo jorts. <laughs> no, I don't think he had one of those. 35 he, pockets. He has the he has the dad shorts, with, which are not the jean uh, cargos, but just like the beige cargos. Uh-huh. Doesn't every dad have those shorts? I think every dad has to have beige cargo shorts. <laughs> Pockets for everything. <laughs> They're dad shorts. <laughs> Coming up uh, here, don't forget, next hour, we have those tickets for you to our spring fling. That happens at 825. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Let's start here. If you missed the news, Tom Brady has become a minority owner of the Las Vegas Aces. And when he comes to the games this year, he might have a, an A-list star by his side, Reese Witherspoon. First off, Reese announced she's divorcing her husband, Jim Toth, after 12 years of marriage. And now the rumor is that she is dating Tom Brady. That was fast. <laughs> I don't believe it. There's no way. It, there's no, it started online, I think, Monday or Tuesday. Just some site that's normally spot on, I guess, with these relationships. They couldn't confirm the source or anything, but that was the rumor going around. So now all these other sites have picked up on it. Tom Brady, that would be very fast. Yeah, I don't know if I believe it, but yeah, that would be interesting. I still can't believe Tom Brady, part owner of the Aces. How cool is that going to be? Oh, I can't wait. I mean, I knew he had a house here in town up in the Summit, and I thought maybe this is just like a summer house or a Vegas house. He likes to come here a lot. But when they, uh, yeah, when they announced that, I was like, oh, he might be heavily involved here with things. That's awesome. I mean, Aces are already champions. You know, they, they they don't need any Tom Brady or anyone else to, you know, elevate their success. They're successful on their own. But it's going to be a nice little thing having them hanging out, hanging yeah, out here in town. I can't wait. BTS's Jungkook just got hired for a new role. So Jungkook is Calvin Klein's new global brand ambassador. And the singer's new campaign pictures, if you haven't seen them, they're shaking up the internet. So the 25-year-old is putting his, he's got washboard abs on display for the whole world to see. He's got a lot going on underneath that shirt. He uh, he boxes a lot. Does he? Yeah, he's a boxer and uh, he, he will go live uh, during his sparring sessions sometimes. They'll come up to the camera and be like, put his hair back. And he's like, hi. And then he goes back and spars. It's kind of funny. But you were saying, so the first kind of go around of BTS, you wouldn't see skin. They would cover that stuff up. And so now this is like the second generation of BTS. We're seeing skin. We're seeing stomach. We're seeing sexiness from the guys. Yeah, it was unheard of. They would not even allow, if they wore a shirt buttoned down too low, they would put emojis on top and cover it during the TV appearances or or concert appearances. And so now it's like full on shirtless, um, <laughs> low pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were, we were talking in the 7 a.m. social club. We, we live stream the show from 7 to 8 on Facebook and YouTube to search Mercedes in the morning. You're saying there's a one-year anniversary celebration of BTS here in town? Yeah, it's a it's a celebration of it being one year since 
they came in concert that those two weekend sets and it's really cool that they're doing something like this i'm trying to find the information but army here locally is going to get together uh i don't know what activities are going to go on but another army uh melissa was telling me about it and i was like oh that would be so much fun was that one year ago this weekend that was bts no it was in april it was like april 13th and 14th or 15th and 16th and then the weekend before that i think and Steph was saying it was about a year ago we did for Try Tuesdays the BTS donuts that were so good. Yes. Oh, my gosh. From St. Honoré. That was awesome. Ryan Seacrest's last day on Live with Kelly and Ryan will be Friday, April 14th. Ryan's going to be replaced by Kelly's husband, Mark. Now, Kelly recently opened up about her time on the show, and things were not easy. So, Kelly, by the way, she's been doing Live for 22 years. She makes around $20 million a year, so she's doing well. But check this out. When she started as Regis's co-host... She didn't even have her own office. It took them four years to clean out a janitor's closet and put a desk in it so she could have a place to put her things. She also didn't have her own bathroom for several years. She had to use the same one as the audience members. As the audience members? So she says as oh, the host of the show, awful. she'd be in there waiting to use the bathroom during commercial break. And there'd be a couple of you know, fans and they're like, okay, I know, I'll wait. I'll wait. Oh my gosh, that is ridiculous. Uh, do you remember? Where is it? It's a one hit wonder. From 1995, this song? No. Scatman? No. You've never heard this before? Anyone else heard this song before? You should have used this for uh, for Minden Monday's Beat Mercedes. I would have never got it. I would have never got it. I do not know that song. you never heard it? No. It, was this on, um, like, a Six Flags commercial? Oh, I remember the old man, the kid that was dressed as the old man dancing around? Yeah. It was a hit. It was a one-hit wonder in the 90s. Uh, where? Get her in the States. <laughs> <laughs> well, John Scatman, they just announced they're making a movie about this guy's life. Is he someone really famous? No, that's the thing. People are puzzled. Like, he's a one-hit wonder from the 90s that had this thing. And he's getting a movie. I mean, do Chumbawamba. Do someone else first. I'm so confused. I don't understand. Are we going to do, like, other one-hit wonders? Who else in the 90s would get movies then if they're doing a string of uh, movies? Right, said Fred. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Um, Who else? Lou Bega. Oh, yes. The Mambo Number 5 story. Um... In the 90s. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, that band that I mentioned that I saw or won tickets to. Oh, Soup Dragons. Soup Dragons. Daniel Powder. Oh, yes. So you had a bad day. Oh, boy. I liked that song, though. It was, it was a nice song. Is he the one that's a savage on uh, on Instagram? And, no, uh, James Blunt. James Blunt. He's a great follow. He's He just completely... <laughs> he's so self-deprecating, and then he comes at people. It's hilarious. So coming up here next, you want to get into this whole bullying thing that I was telling you about? Should yeah. We get into next? So um, JC's friend is going through something with their daughter, and the question is, should you get involved with a bully? On behalf of your child, do you leave your child to work it out? Do you get in contact with the parent? What do you do? We're going to hear the whole story coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. For a very long time, I guess maybe things got a little bit better, but I was like, no, this is not okay. And I just really appreciate that parent listening and and 
analyzing the situation, mm-hmm. approaching their kid, that meant a lot to me. So I really appreciated that. I don't know what you do in that situation. Let's talk to Wendy. Wendy, uh, what's going on with you? Um, well, my daughter, they've been friends for a really long time, and she was just mean to her every single day, just picking at her about everyday life. And I told my daughter, point blank, I'm taking the relationship from you. If she cared about you, she wouldn't act like that, and she wouldn't treat you that way. Because I talked to the mother, and the mother did nothing about it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do something about it. My daughter's life is more important, and she needs to be around people that lift her up instead of tearing her apart. That that's your it's the exact situation that our friend's kid is in. You're you're describing the exact situation where the the two girls are still friendly and it's good at times, but then it's bad at a lot of times. And so the mom says something to the other mom, nothing happens, and maybe that's the course of action. The parents stepping in saying, Listen, oh, Susan wants to play this weekend, you're not going to Susan's house. We're gonna do something else. And and, and take your kid and put your kid on a different path. That's really good advice. It's hard, though, because kids, like, love being with their friends. Yeah. And sometimes they think it's worth that. So I hope things get better with your friend and, and their daughter. That's that's just too bad. It's hard and, and this stuff. And that, I'll tell you off there. I just want to, even if they're listening, I don't want to put stuff out there. But some of the stuff that the girl was saying to this girl, like, my heart was hurting. Like, why would someone say that to another child? Like, oh. Oh, it just, it was bad. It can be, get really brutal. I mean, really bad. And um, I don't understand why, where it comes from. Well, it comes from insecurity. Mm-hmm. Like the People that bully are insecure. That's the bottom line. So if you're listening and you're a bully and you're a kid, you're insecure, figure out what, what it is that you need to work on within yourself. Because bullying other kids, it just shows that you don't feel good about yourself. And it's sad. Ask for someone to help you. Yeah, if you're the bully. And also, too, if you're being bullied, you know, Mercedes was bullied. I was bullied in school. And I never I never said anything to my parents. I just, like, handled it or tried to handle it. And looking back, I, back, I wish I would have said something. So if you are being bullied and you're afraid to say something to your parents or something or a teacher, speak up. There's nothing wrong with speaking up. It's a good thing. It's hard to do at times. But if I can go back to when I was getting bullied... To do it over again, I would, would have told my parents or told a teacher of what was happening to try to help the situation. I uh, I didn't have to. My face said it all when I would come home really? from school. And I had tears in my <laughs> eyes. My mom's like, what happened? I'm like, Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, we have the hot three. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about um, parenting, which we're talking about now. Um, parenting experts say there's one phrase every parent should use on their kid. We're going to tell you what that is. Also this morning, America's favorite baseball mascots. Who is the favorite and who is the least favorite? The answers may surprise you. And watch out for your baggage at baggage claim. Um, Someone over the weekend or someone stole a suitcase at a baggage claim and they were tracked down. How and what happened after that? It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Here is a trick to connect with your kid in five seconds, okay? A parenting expert who is just big on social media says, there is one phrase every parent should say to their kid, especially when they're young. It can make them trust you more, and it can even help with bad behavior. Uh, she says to look at them and say this. It can be really hard to be a kid, right? You don't need to memorize it word for word. Anything close to that is fine. The point is to show them that you understand their point of view and you are on their side. It also tells them that life's complicated, even for kids, and that's normal. They say you are connecting a reality that very few adults actively name for their kids. Now, um, she says it helps kids feel seen. And when that happens, behavioral problems tend to improve. It's really hard being a kid, isn't it, kid? Is that, is that what it was? <laughs> Close. It can be a hard. It can be hard to be a kid, right? That's good. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think even when, as an adult, when someone says that, it makes you feel seen. When someone, you know, I try not to complain very much, but if someone says like, "Hey, um, how was your day?" and I'm going to be honest, and I was like, "It's actually not, not great." Da 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 da. And then when someone says. Man, that must be really hard. Like, no advice, no nothing. They just say, man, that must be really hard. And I, it makes them me feel like, okay, you get it. Thank you. You know, they, they didn't tell me what I should do. They never blew me off. It, it just makes you feel good that someone understands. Yeah, recognize you. Just giving you the acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. a good feeling. Also this morning, Major League Baseball's opening day is tomorrow. What? Uh, really? Yeah. So, Dang. Uh, remember? Oh, you only yeah. follow in the playoffs. October's <laughs> when I'll be like, Phillies in the playoffs. Let's go. Uh, my Bryce favorite Harper team. And the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> they showed people a series of head-to-head. Head mascot matchups and people picked the best one in each mascot. Afterwards, they looked at which ones performed the best across all voting. And America's favorite mascot is Paws from the Detroit Tigers. You were hoping for your Philly fanatic, you? yeah. Mm, He's top five. Fanatic's got to be top five. Uh, well, um... legendary mascot but do you think he's the favorite being legendary is different than being the favorite i do think he's a favorite. I think people enjoy seeing him i can't stand that mascot i'll what? be honest it has nothing to do with <laughs> where he's from if he was from las vegas i'd say the same thing I, he is so annoying and what is it well, like you're, you're thinking of gritty gritty is gritty's annoying the, he's the annoying too. Is fun no. the thing comes out of his nose he rides atvs on the field yeah he and gritty they can go take a hike they are terrible <laughs> <laughs> gritty's mean oh my gritty gosh will roast you oh. gritty's intense the runners up were clark the club or the cub from the cubs tc bear from the minnesota twins and your mascot the philly fanatic came in 10th Tenth. Tenth. Top ten. Yeah, but at least it wasn't last. In last place, 
Steph, I'm so sorry. It was the, the swinging friar from the San Diego pro- Padres. What? <laughs> no. no one likes the friar. Is it because of his hair? I don't know. No, I don't like me. him because of his hair. <laughs> he has a little funky hairdo, so I thought that might be it. The uh, second worst was Slider from the Cleveland Guardians. Do you guys know who no, he I'm is? No, I'm trying to look some of these up. Uh-uh. Okay, look up Slider. He's right up there with the Philly fanatic for me. Oh, on a slider from the Cleveland Indians. Oh, the Guardians. Guys, right? Okay. Slider looks funny. What? What is Slider? He's very purple. Oh yeah. See, they're all trying to be the fanatic. The fanatic <laughs> was the OG back in the seventies. I think he rolled out, and they're all trying to be like fanatical style. <sighs> he is copying. The, I bet you the Philly fanatic had something to do with that creation. <laughs> Well, they ranked 27 mascots with with the main one from each team. Three teams do not have a mascot. Do you know what three teams don't have mascots? The Yankees? Yes. The Red Sox? No. Yankees, um, the Marlins? No. It's not fans. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, uh, The Rays? No. They're, Uh, They're nearby. The Dodgers. The Dodgers and one more. Giants. Nope. Oakland A's. Nope. The Rockies. Nope. Seattle. No. Are they still are they nearby or no? We're at, we're really at... nearby. Giants. No. no. Phoenix. No. Arizona, I mean. No. Um, they're nearby. What other cities nearby is the baseball team? <laughs> L.A.? The, oh, Anaheim. Yes. Anaheim. The, ah, Anaheim. Anaheim. Uh, well, they're not Anaheim anymore. They're the L.A. Angels now. So there's two L.A. teams. I'm looking at the Padres. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Set up for the Padres mascot. Never paid attention to him. The mascot from the Red Sox is Wally the Green Monster, and he looks like a Green Grover from Sesame Street. He looks exactly like Green Grover. He does. Again, green like the Philly fanatic. It all goes back to the fanatic. <laughs> all right. Finally, this morning, um, a lot of suitcases look the same. So you may have stood at baggage claim and worried that someone might get your bag by mistake. But someone could also take it on purpose. There was a man that was arrested after he stole a suitcase from a baggage claim in Atlanta. And he was found because the owner of the bag had an air tag tracking device in the suitcase. So the guy had been waiting for his bag to show up. It never did. So he looked at the AirTag app and realized it had been taken. He contacted security, but apparently they weren't able to do much. So over the next day, he followed the tracking information himself and then confronted the thief with a police officer. All At that time, the thief was actually wearing his shirt and jeans. (laughs) He was wearing his clothes. The owner got all his stuff back and the thief was charged with theft, unlawful removal of baggage and trespassing. It sounds like he just walked into the airport, took the bag. Uh, It's unclear exactly how it went down, but for what it's worth, the airport claims there are officers there to protect people from taking bags that aren't theirs. But if you fly regularly, you know that no one is like closely monitoring who's taking what. I mean, if you look like you know what you're doing, you're just standing there and you just grab a bag. I've never been stopped from taking my own bag. Never. Uh Uh-uh.
Remember, I mean, they gave you the claim checks? Yes. And you're like, oh, I better show this. And then they get there and nobody's <laughs> checking. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going. Just, do you have anything for your luggage that if there's a marking on it? Is there a sticker? Is there a BTF sticker or something that makes? Because when you're standing there, if you have a black suitcase, everything starts to look the same. And I get that anxiety if my suitcase is not the first one off there. I'm like, oh, no, where is it? Do you have some like marking on yours to indicate it's your suitcase? Well, um, the one that we check in, they're different colors. They're not black. We, I have a purple one. Um, my husband has a purple one my daughters have a hot pink one so we see them right away but on my carry-on i do have um the bt21 little koala bear uh-huh. i have a koala bear uh luggage tag so <laughs> i always know that's <laughs> you know it's yours yeah eight o'clock hour tickets to our spring fling this is happening april 29th with jason mraz dean lewis and also michael richter we've got your tickets at 825 wait until you hear about the email i got yesterday this is good. Do you remember yesterday when I was talking about how I got a water waste violation? Mm-hmm. So uh, apparently I got this water waste violation in the mail the other day. Uh, they said that my either my sprinkler heads were misaligned or something. There was there was runoff. And I get it. I mean, we're we're in a drought here in southern Nevada. I get it. If, if there's an issue you should be contacted by the Las Vegas Valley Water District. The issue I had was in the the violation, it said that I had been warned previously about it, which I had not been warned previously about it. I never received anything. Uh, If I did, I would have at least attempted to rectify the situation. So I was upset about that. They said that they sent me things. And then I thought about it. Did I I tell you when our mailboxes got broken into? I think so, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, I wonder if that's when it came. Our mailboxes got broken into and it was a whole thing. So anyway... Um, I contested it. They have a way you can appeal it. And they said, you have to contact us in writing. Tell us why you're appealing it and blah, blah, blah. So I appealed it. And yesterday I got a response. They sent me back an email and I'm torn. Okay. So they, they thanked me for contacting them and blah, blah, blah. And they, they said, here's video of your water waste. And it's so funny to watch the video. They've got video of your, at your house. Uh, yeah. Oh, they, oh my gosh. This is, oh, I should have given it to Steph so you can hear the audio. The person who catches you, they're like, it is 528 on Thursday, blah, blah, blah. And we are in front of blah, blah, blah address. And as you can see, like they're narrating no the whole kidding. thing. Yeah, it's it's all narrated. They're, the person is there on one of the, the, so they got two videos of it. And the second video, you could tell the person who's narrating it is training someone because uh-huh. the guy's saying it. And then the other guy in the background's like, um, runoff going into da, 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 and then he goes runoff going into so like you could tell he's a trainee so they sent the videos and it's true it, like I'm not denying it but I was mad I never got contacted about it previously so they gave me the videos and then they said if you would like to not have to pay the fine here's what you have to do you may participate in the curbing water waste online test the test is offered by the Las Vegas Valley Water District to educate the community about water waste prevention and water efficient practices and is provided in lieu of a water waste fee assessment in accordance with city and county ordinances. So it it talks about how it starts with a, a video and then it's followed by a multiple choice quiz to measure the knowledge you've gained 
through the thing. Is this like driver's school for, yeah, for yeah. watering fonts? It's fines? like water school. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, I'll do that. That's no problem. But then at the end it says, it is recommended that you allow about 60 minutes to complete the test. Oh, that's way too long for a water test. I was like, <laughs> what? 60 minutes? Way too long. I have to take a 60 minute test? I mean, come on. Why? And so I told my husband, I'm like, should I do this? And he goes, what's your time worth? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, so what's the fee? And he's asking, he's acting like it's my fee, not also yeah. his. <laughs> he, I go, the fee is $80. He goes, is, is an hour of your time worth $80? I was like, I don't know. So I'm torn. Do you think I should take the test or would you just like pay the fine and be done with it? I, they said it take a lot an hour. That's if you really go deep into this whole thing. Watch the video and just fly through the answers. Like driving school. They say driving school. I've been in a couple of these online classes in the past couple of years. And they say, you know, a lot, X amount of time, read this stuff. You can fly through it to get to the questions. You can fly through that stuff. You can get done very fast. So I say you do it. Worst case scenario, you get, you get into this thing and you realize it's going to be an hour and you want to pay the fine, you bail out. But I think, I think you take it. I don't think it's going to take you an hour. There's no way that the water <laughs> district, and I just did a thing with them for Channel 8. They're wonderful people. And they're not out to. Oh, I know. Well, yeah. yeah. But they're not. And I was talking. They're, they're not out to get you. They're just. They're out to save water. They they're, just they're, don't like grass. Yeah. That's what they're, they're trying to save water. They're trying to help us out. So I think this is going to be faster than 60 minutes. I don't know. Here's my big fear. What if I fail it? <laughs> What if I I don't pass? So now I have this inferiority complex, <laughs> and then I still have to pay, and I've lost an hour of my time. How long is the video? Does it say? Uh, let me go back to the email. Here. I'm just blown away that they video your house and send that to you. Like, I, so they were right there. They were uh, it, from the car, or are they walking through the neighborhoods? Yeah. So you can see the yellow flashlights yeah. kind of flashing. Um, but yeah, they're in the car. They get out. They film it. And hey, I'm admitting guilt. We're going to have one of them come out and help us fix this. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe we take out the grass in that area. Whatever. I plan to fix it now that I know. I just didn't know before. That's my issue. Um, and they're they're filming it. And they show. You can hear the birds chirping in the background. It was early in the morning. Um, I'm like... Oh my gosh, if only it was like a half hour later, my husband would have come outside. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I was so upset. So yeah, I don't know if I should just take this or just pay the fine, be done with it and find a solution. Let's do it on air. Let's do it on <laughs> the air. Test. We do the test on you air. You guys will purposely give me the wrong answer <laughs> so I fail. It's raining. Do you A, turn off your sprinklers or B, turn them on longer? Turn them on longer. <laughs> Um, Raul said, do what I do. When I have a task that is not worth my time, I pay my son 20 bucks an hour and they fly right through it. It gets done and they get paid. Oh, I could there ask you go. my yeah. kid to take Still the Still saving money, yeah. Oh, they, they might do it on purpose where they fail it. <laughs> get my, you in trouble. My daughter told me something the other day. I know we're late, but I'm not going to tell you all of it. But she said, there's something I want to do sometimes just because I want to see what would happen, but it would get you in a lot of trouble. I was like, what? <laughs> I'll tell you later what it was. All right. Uh, there's tickets to Spring Fling coming up here in about 15 minutes. Sam Smith with Kim Petras, who will be at Life is Beautiful. Now, our Spring Fling is coming up here in April, April 29th. We've got your tickets here in just about five minutes. I don't know what that is either, Steph. Um, I, I've used that word as like a fake last name, but does it actually have a meaning? 
I have no idea. And when I heard this, I was like, I must be in a different generation or whatever it may be. But yesterday I was at the park and we have our group of friends. And Tom, he's older. He's probably been in Vegas since the 50s. So that kind of shows how old he is. But his dog kind of wandered off in the dog park. And he goes, where's my McGilla goodie? I'm like, who? My McGill goodie. Like, you mean you mean your dog Lucy? I was, yeah, where is she at? I was like, oh, she's right there. But I never, I've never heard that term before or this nickname. But have you guys heard this? And do you know what it means? I remember like, you know, when you act like you're, a, you're talking about just make up a name like, oh, this guy here thinks he's like, you know, I, I always now use Donald Jenkins. <laughs> that That's like my fake name. But I used to be like. Mr. McGillicuddy, uh, I but I didn't know like there's an actual, an actual reference to a word. Do you know, JC? I'm the same with you. Like, oh yeah, D- Danny McGillicuddy over there. Like, yeah, and, and way back in the day, I haven't heard that name in like it's forever. Been forever, yeah. But it was in my mind it was just like a fake, funny name. You were saying, was there a meaning behind it, or was there a short? Was there a famous McGillicuddy at one point? Why does everyone use it, or used to use it? I'm at the point where I think because Lucy's character, she's kind of like, she she likes to wander off. She doesn't really stay with the group. So in my interpretation of McGillicuddy, maybe it's like, oh, oh, that silly little goose. She's over there. My little McGillicuddy. <laughs> That's I, how I see it. I, did anybody look it up on Urban Dictionary? No. Okay, I'm going to do it then. McGillicuddy. How do you spell that? I, I think it's M-C-G-I-L-L-I. C U D D Y. Oh, it's T T Y. I just T T Y. Okay, okay, okay. It says McGillicuddy. This is a good filler word when you can't think of the name of a particular object or person you want to reference. <laughs> and I'm gonna sneeze. Bless you, Sussie. McGillicuddy. So yeah, it's a it's a filler for it's like uh, Tom Jenkins or Donald Jenkins. It's like oh, you know, Mister uh, McGillicuddy over here doesn't know what he wants, or something like that. Filler term. Where did the name come from? Though? Just a funny name to say. It was never was there ever a famous McGillicuddy? Why they, everyone went to that name? Which it's just fun to say. It does say the name comes from the old TV sitcom I Love Lucy. And Lucy is the oh! dog's name. Look at that. We when things it. click. The connection. Whoa. I'm shook. That was crazy. Yeah. Who was McGillicuddy on the show? The neighbor or something? Or So the, your friend loves I Love Lucy. And that makes sense. Why? Not only is her name Lucy, but they can nickname her McGillicuddy. Is there oh. Ricky Ricardo in his uh, circle of friends? No, there's no, no Ricky Ricardo. No. Maybe we should add a dog named Ricky. <laughs> um, is there, do you guys have words that show your age or what generation you come from? Is there a word? Like, for me, it's awesome. I say awesome all the time. I think you can just, like, oh, that's awesome. And I'm like, oh, gosh. It's that, awesome. You can't say awesome anymore? Is that taboo? I don't know. I hear it all the time. Yeah, I like but it. I, I like but awesome. I, I don't hear my kids say that. I can say right now with full confidence, I don't hear them. They'll, they'll be like, slay, instead of that's awesome. Slay. <laughs> I use bonkers. Like, oh, my gosh, it's bonkers. It's bonkers and holy smokes. Holy smokes. <laughs> when I'm in a situation where I can't use the other S word, I'm like, holy smokes. That's bonkers. I noticed you used one today. You said, we'll be golden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be golden. <laughs> Is that from the, 
the outsiders. Is that what it is? It was like, stay gold, pony boy. Is that what it was? <laughs> we'll be golden. I just remember people using it, so I picked up on it. Uh, we'll be golden. <laughs> I think that was cute. Steph, do you have one? Yeah, yeah it was like, are you tight? It's like, that's tight. <laughs> like, that's cool. Yeah, like, that's cool. Oh, that's tight. Rad. <laughs> that's, that's you never say that. No, I'm just throwing, I'm trying to think old terms. That's so rad. Oh my gosh, that that's hilarious. Um, the ones I hear my girls use are like lit, slay. Um, what else? Uh, that's some words I can't say. They're starting to curse, and it's making me mad. Really, like real curse words? Well, like they ask, they're like, "Can I say a curse word?" I'm like, go ahead. And then they'll say it. And I'm like, ah! They go hard when you do ask. Do that. I get something soft, like, dang. <laughs> no. They just come in, bah! I think they're going to say, like, stupid. Uh-huh. And they just. <laughs> <laughs> like when we said the Taylor Swift chant at her concert on Delicate, where mm-hmm. you say, one, two, three, let's go. B word. B word, yeah. They said the B word. I was like, oh. But I also said it, so I couldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, you're screaming it louder than them. Mom, we learned it by watching you. Oh, you're being called out, JC, Whoa. on the text line. Oh, dear JC Lord. knows Moose McGillicuddy's LOL. Oh, Mooses, yeah. I never even, same thing. I never put that together. It was always, I always called it Mooses, though. Did he ever say, hey, let's go to Moose McGillicuddy's Friday? You no, know, you went to Mooses. You never said McGillicuddy's. But yeah, it was Moose McGillicuddy's. That's so funny. You didn't even think about there that. There were two and two, but yeah. Uh, but everyone that went there, we just said mooses. He never said moose McGillicuddy's. It was always, you're going to mooses. Well, That's funny. Uh, what about um, this one? Someone says, do you remember the word dweeb? You dweeb. I, that was not my generation that did dweeb. I that, I don't know what generation that was. Call, yeah, see if your kids will use that one. Don't be a dweeb. Do you know what e-boy is, an e-girl? Yes. It's like um, e-harmony. When you meet an E, uh, like an E, like online. It's all. It's an E-boy. It's an E-boyfriend. It's an E-girlfriend you met online. It's like someone who looks, uh, we would call it goth. It's like a, kind of a goth, okay. dark hair. What's the E-boy? What's the like emo, oh, e- emo boy? Is that what it means? Yes. An emo girl? Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Fam. Fam? Fam. Like family? Yeah. Like, what's up, fam? They just shorten everything, right? I know. Stan. Stan. Like, oh, I we stan Rihanna. You're a huge fan. Yes, you love her. Um, glow Up. We know what Glow Up yeah. is. Yeah, uh-huh. So uh-huh. it's Glow Up. I'm trying to think of other words I've heard. But not McGillicuddy. Let's bring McGillicuddy back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fourth person who's headlining uh, our spring fling. We got Jason Mraz, Dean Richter, and uh, McGillicuddy. Uh, we, we have to bring Tom out with his dog, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> we want caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up, and this is a cool prize. We are giving you tickets to see Tom, Lucy, and everyone else <laughs> at our spring fling. X94.1 spring fling with Jason Mraz, Dean Lewis, and Michael Richter. It is happening soon, April 29th, a month from today at the theater at Virgin Hotels. All you got to do is be caller 20. You get to pick your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to spring playing. Caller 20 is playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Christine. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up. Woo-hoo. 
Yay. Let's do this. We want to see you at our spring fling coming up in April. Let's get you some categories here. Do you want to go with promposal, tater tots, or Eiffel Tower? Let's do tater tots. Tater tots it is. National Tater Day is on Friday. These are all different types of ways that you can make potatoes, okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, let's do Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Christine. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You get those tickets to our spring fling. You start now. This is like a breakfast potato. It's kind of in a patty. Um, a want- hash brown? Yes. This is um, Lay's, Ruffles. Um, potato chips. Yes. This is what you would get as a side with your hamburger. Dip them in ketchup. French fries? Yes. This, you might get this like at a steakhouse. Put uh, butter and sour cream, maybe some bacon, some cheese. Mashed potatoes? Um, not mashed, but... Baked potatoes? Yes. Um, what is the type that you just said? Mashed potatoes? Yes. Um, <laughs> this is... Um, I think Orida makes them. You can get them at Sonic as a side. Um, it's the... the Gallop potatoes? No, this is the name of the category. Um Let's, tater tots? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, was, I was trying to like. <laughs> you got yeah. it. Congratulations, Christine. Yay. Christine, you're all set with tickets to our spring fling with Michael Richter, Dean Lewis, and this guy right here, Jason Mraz. Congratulations. And we've got your tickets to our spring fling coming up next hour, 940. Also next hour, it's Mercedes in the Morning's Women That Wow Wednesday, brought to you by North Vista Hospital Surgical Weight Loss Center. That happens right around 815. I just learned a fascinating fun fact that you can use at your next party. Uh, or your next discussion when it comes to movies. Whoa, what was, what was that? that? Someone's <laughs> playing the piano back there. Steph, the Steph hit, plays the piano, and she does it uh, off the air. Um, so the first commercially released movie soundtrack was from this movie. Like, movie soundtracks that you could buy were not a thing until... This movie, Um, I guess they became popular in the 1940s. And ever since then, they're just all over the place. Like, think of your favorite movie soundtrack. The the first one to ever come out from a movie I would never expect. It's from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. That was the first commercially released movie soundtrack ever. What are are the catchy songs from that movie? Oh, whistle while you work. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And then um, what is the... Is is this from Cinderella or is this from Snow White where it's like, it must be love? I, I think that's actually C- Cinderella. Da, 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 da. I'm a terrible <laughs> singer. <laughs> but that was, they, they put that out, but yeah. an album back in the day. Oh, yes, definitely out, yeah, a uh-huh. record. Um, and then uh, because of that fun little fact, there is a uh, a new survey that came out that lists the most popular movie soundtracks of all time. It's based on performance data for movie soundtracks on the Billboard 200 album charts. And they ranked um, the top 40. They found that there was 13 from the 1960s um, alone and just a bunch of other ones. So some of them include like Saturday Night Fever was in the top 10. You have High School Musical. Frozen was in there. Um and then you have the top five. And 
I don't know if you guys are going to agree with number one. I have a feeling that you're not going to agree with it. But um, I here, bet y'all like it, I'm sure. You think? Okay, let me quickly. Here, here's number five. These are the most popular movie soundtracks of all time. So you got Mary Poppins. Okay. You, you got uh, at number four. Greatest Showman. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, this one. I think so I stayed good. for the whole thing. I love that movie. Uh, number three most popular movie soundtracks. What the heck is this? I would never know if I didn't have the list in front of me. Does anybody know? This is the most popular movie soundtrack number three. Number three. Who did this list? Our grandparents? <laughs> what They're the going heck is based that? off Billboard and like sales and stuff like that. Whatever song this is, is I'm already starting to protest. I don't even know what number one is. Okay. And I got an issue now. We'll come back to this one. If anyone knows it, 702 364 9400. We'll come back to it. Number two. Disney's Moana. I know this is popular, but this is the number two soundtrack. It's a great song, but the soundtrack has to have multiple hits on it. It's based on performance data for movie soundtracks on the Billboard 200 album charts, not on the JC favorite album charts. <laughs> this would not be on the JC top five favorite charts. No. Ah, out of here. Oh, and by the way, it does have like Thank You by The Rock. Or no, not Thank You. You're welcome. You're <laughs> That's his follow-up hit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he thanks himself. Okay, based on your um, reactions so far, I have a feeling you are not going to like the number one. Is anyone liking the top five so far? Yeah, they're good songs. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure sweet movies. But there's no way these are top five soundtracks of all time. And by the way, no one has called to tell us what this, <laughs> what this soundtrack is. Again, if I didn't have it right in front of me, I would never know. Does anybody know? It's not Fantasia. Heather just texted us. She says, is it The King and I? Nope, it's not The King and I. And people are taking their guesses oh, on number one. Wait, is this uh, um, Lady and the Tramp? Eating the spaghetti scene? No, that was actually, you can see that fitting, though. I'll give you credit on that one. Um, so if anyone knows that, um, number one, don't, uh, well, we'll see. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You're going to love it. This is the number one m- most popular movie soundtrack of all time. Girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes, snowflakes that stay on my nose and eyelashes, silver white winters that the melt sound of music of is number things. one. When the dog oh dear lord! When the bees stings, when I is it your favorite? I knew it. No, it's not my favorite. <laughs> this is the hills are alive. Yes. My mom and sister love this movie. No way this should be number one. Uh-uh. Who did this list? If they're way off. Oh, Who thinks this should be the number one soundtrack of all time? Okay, the people do because it spent 238 weeks on the Billboard 200 with two weeks at number one. When did it come out? There's nothing else going It says musically. 1965, but it's a classic. Even though it was out before any of us were born, I still remember. Like, my mom loved this movie. She's like, you guys have to sit and watch this. And I thought it was such a 
sweet story. I didn't understand it when I was younger, but as I got older, I was like, oh my gosh, this is about like the Nazis and them going against the Nazis. And I never knew why they were climbing that mountain. I'm like, maybe they like to hike. But then yeah, why were they, they climbing the mountain? They were getting out of the country. They were trying to escape because of the Nazis. And they're they, singing and dancing like that? I'd be running, not singing. Well, they were. They did that play where they were like... Um, do a deer. And yes, they, I remember and, that song. And they were at this place, and then they're like, we're going to go um, perform in this talent show or whatever. So they go backstage, and then they call them to come up because they won, and they don't come out. And they're like, they're not there. They had escaped, and they had gone over the hill to go. to escape. It was a really good You're story. Sound of Music is like an adventure movie? It's not an adventure, <laughs> but it's like a drama musical. The uh, Vandertrap. Vantrap Kids? Von Trap. Von Trap. Yeah, see, you like it. I it's do not. Here, I've got what should be number one. What? Steph, what do you think of this whole thing, by the way? I love Do Re Mi. I am obsessed with Sound of Music. It's the movie that introduced me to Julie Andrews, and then she ended up doing Princess Diaries. I am in love with the Sound number of Music. Number one of number all time. Number one, yes, of all time. I agree. Do Re Mi and the favorite things. Even my girl Ariana Grande did a sample of this song. Okay. Oh, yeah, like Seven Rings mm-hmm. literally samples that. Does it really? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, here's what should be number one. We're going to go back to the 80s, oh, but, but it was I mean, it was big this Breakfast year. Breakfast Club, <laughs> No, I mean, honestly, go back to Top Gun. First off, the score to Top Gun. You hear this. He probably got goosebumps when he went to the theater to see Top Gun Maverick. This, the score is huge. But then you look at all the hits. You look at the hits from an album, and we get Berlin. That was the first time I ever saw someone kissing with tongue. <laughs> I freaked out. I was like, ew! Okay, you can go to when they're playing volleyball. Hit song from Katie Loggins. And do I need to play the one song we all know? I mean, seriously. Am I a Top Gun fanatic? No. Can I do Need for Speed and all the lines? I don't know them all. But I can tell you the soundtrack should be above the sound of music. Sound of Music should be above Top Gun because I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Do Re Mi is how they even form music. That is the classic notes. Do Re Mi Fa Sol La Ti Do. That's not my best impression, but that's just the start of how you need to learn music. For them to make a song from it, it is the top classic. I get it. Yes, you have these hits, Kenny Loggins, whatever, whatever, but it is the basis of all music. There's not one person out there listening right now who's going to call in and say Sound of Music is the number one movie soundtrack of all time. Oh, not I, one person. I dare you. Not one what person. What about How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria? How do you patch a cloud and pin it down? You don't remember that one? I, do, I need to sit down and watch Climb this movie. Climb every mountain. You don't remember that one? No. But oh, wait. my gosh. So they get to the top of the mountain and then they're free? They're out of Germany? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I forget where they went. Was it Austria? I don't remember. It was been a long time since I've seen it. <laughs> oh, what about, Steph, do you remember this one? High on a hill was a lonely goat. Sorry, two in one, Daisy. <laughs> so uh, here's what we're getting. 
We're getting here. Uh, JC, you're forgetting Top Gun is a U.S. movie soundtrack. It's going up against a world-class musical. Wait, I'm sorry. Didn't Top Gun, didn't they face the Russians or something in that movie? It was, they were taking <laughs> They it. never said who they were. That's right. They don't ever say that. You just have to use your imagination. I went with Russia. Um, Val says San- Sound of Music is a classic and the best. Wait, um, who says that? Val. As in Val Kilmer? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, someone just tell ta- uh, another one. Steph, do you remember? I am 16 going on 17. We don't know the lyrics. We just know it's a classic. Someone says, I'd swap Top Gun with that one. No one knows, but it is not better than The Sound of Music. Um, Rock of Ages is a good movie, someone says. Guardians of the Galaxy, The Bodyguard soundtrack. Yeah. Um, And someone did figure out what movie this is. I have to be honest, I've never seen it. But I've heard of it. And it is Dr. Shivago. Have you heard of Dr. Shivago? I've heard that movie name before, but I've never seen it. Me neither. Hi, Ali. Girls <laughs> in white dresses with blue Oh, Julie sessions. Andrews, how can you not love her? Stay on my nose. <laughs> Here comes Tom, Tom Cruise and his fighter pilot. Running her, running her over. He's going to save her. He's going to help save her, make things easier on her. Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting list. Yeah, I uh, I thought that. But the more I think about it, the more I agree. It's, it is a world-class musical. I'm going to have to uh, go back and watch that this weekend. <laughs> I dare you to. <laughs> you will never watch it. Why do you tell lies? Why do you tell lies? Oh, well, let me see the hate text messages coming from my mom no, right now. No, there's no hate text messages. From my mom. <laughs> <laughs> from you? From yeah. you? Oh, my God. Same sound of sound of music was the best. Don't you dare. Uh, don't you dare text your mom. Uh, hot three's up next. What do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk about a new study that finds which work benefits keep you at your job for a longer period of time. What is it for you? The best benefit you get. Also, a new nasal spray that will help you with this issue, guys. And uh, when, why it is a great time to be a short, bald guy. This is your year, guys. We're going to tell you why coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Offering more money is one way to attract and keep good employees, but it's not the only way. A new study of employed workers and employers found that 40% of employers reveal employees quit to find a job that offers what? Define a job that offers um, the ability to work at home. No. Nap time. <laughs> nope. Um, they, 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 they compensate you for your lunch. <laughs> Here's $5 for your Taco Bell. <laughs> they compensate you for your health, your gym club membership. You, you're, you're, you're approaching the area. Better benefits. Ah, Better benefits. benefits. This, uh, this suggests that businesses have noted, um, and 62% of employers have changed their benefit offerings in just the past year. The study also found that employers are mostly in line with what their employees want most, which is health care coverage, life insurance, and retirement plans. However, employers do not prioritize the need for mandatory paid time off as much as employees prefer. Also, employers overestimate the importance of employee discounts as 
only 30% include it as a priority benefit. It's like, do you use discounts? Like if you're a AAA member, you get you get discounts at a lot of places. And I always forget that we have a AAA memberships. Yeah. And I never ask, do you take AAA? Do you have an offer a AAA discount? I always forget about that. We're AAA members as well. And I never, never ask, especially if you're staying in hotels or traveling. Yeah. It's a huge discount. When I worked at the rental car, AAA was always 5%. And then AARP was an additional 5% as well. So if you were nice to me, I would just throw both those discounts in regardless and say, oh, yeah, they're AAA and they're AARP. Yeah, that's something that I just don't really think about. Um, Research also shows that employees and employers value that work-life balance, trust, and then team affinity. You know, people like to have a good culture around them. That's really important. But but number one is definitely the benefits. Do we have any unique benefits here? Because in my last, when I was in D.C., that radio station did pay for your gym membership, like 80% or something like that. Whatever your monthly fee was, they paid for 80% of that, uh, your gym membership. Um, we, I have on mine a discount on my cell phone bill because of we're, we're members of this company. What? Really? Yeah, you get a cell phone. Uh, Type it on the screen. Who do you uh, use? Uh, AT&T. We get a discount if we do AT&T? I think it's for all the cell phone companies. Like, there's a place where you put in, like, some code. I did this years ago, so do not ask me what the code is because I would totally give it yeah. to you. But I think if you go on the company website and, like, yeah. it looks like um, cell phone discount or something, they take a portion of um, your bill off every month. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. I I found that, like, years ago, and it's I, I checked like a couple months ago just to see is this still on yeah. there and it's still on there oh my gosh i know i think maybe they forgot <laughs> i don't know but i still get the discount on it we do offer through our health insurance you can sign up for pet insurance through our health insurance program yes i saw yeah. that and then they also have a something with like mileage i didn't sign up for that for one. mileage too really for yeah. driving yeah it was I, I can't remember what it was but yeah there there are some benefits there mm, i gotta redo my benefits yeah, i'll see if i can find it too like i said it's it was before when we had like a different company name oh but it, yeah but it carried it over. over to our current company let's so. stop talking about a case that they don't offer it i want i don't want it to be taken away from you i know they're like, they're like mm. oh um also this morning researchers in australia claim to have developed a nasal spray for Erectile dysfunction, and it could be rolled out to American consumers within two years. This, um, they're calling it a spray to play product, and it works in as little as five minutes, meaning it could be a game changer in the bedroom for the 30 million Americans who struggle with that issue. Um, now, Viagra is one of the most popularly prescribed medications for for ED. However, it usually takes between 30 and 60 minutes to kick in. But the new spray is called Spontan, and it repurposes the PDE5 inhibitor Vardenafil, which is taken uh, orally one to two hours before you do anything. So basically, this clinical trial trial is going to begin in Australia soon to compare the results of Spontan against the results of a different PDE5 inhibitor that will be taken orally. Just a little sniff, sniff, and you're you're good to go, guys. I can't wait to see the commercial for this. There's there's one out there right now. If you've seen it, it's it's an older guy. He's got long, flowing gray hair, but this is before he's taking the pills and everything. And he's very despondent in the house. And then they talk about the pill, and he takes it, and he's just now he's literally like he's drinking wine with. He's painting like from Titanic. Have you seen this? <laughs> he's painting her. I'm like okay, and then of course they're always on the beach. But I thought it was so funny. Once you take that, you want to drink wine with your wife. Let me paint you. He's all energetic, full of life, and now he's taking a painting. Have you ever? Seen seen that commercial um 
Oh, it's like two retired sports players. Uh, the Big Hurt. Uh-huh. Uh, what's his name? Frank Thomas? Mm-hmm. It's him and someone else. I think it's like, um, not Dan Marino. Joe Montana, maybe? Anyway, they're like, uh, it's some like testosterone boosting supplement. They're like, try Gen X or oh, I don't remember what new Gen X, new Gen X or something. It, it'll help you with your muscle mass and, and energy. And then Frank Thomas goes and he's, cause he's talking to a guy about it and he's like, and she'll enjoy it too. And they, they pan over to the, the wife and she does this little shy smile. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest commercial. She's like, <laughs> She'll enjoy it. Oh, I do. Yeah, he goes, and and she, he nut, elbows him. He's like, she'll enjoy it too. Oh, it's Doug Flutie. Steph, I'm going to send you the commercial. Um, I don't know if you'll have time to put it in, but it is it is really, really funny. The sad thing she'll is, she'll uh, enjoy it too. It was Doug Flutie's wife that's giggling at the plane. <laughs> Why is my wife giggling at you? It's so funny. So that, what are uh, you doing, Big Hurt? <laughs> Now, now I know how you got your uh, nickname. <laughs> Follow a commercial. She's left Doug Flutie. She's now married to Big Hurt. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, let's see here. Eugenics oh. ruined my marriage. <laughs> Frank Thomas found eugenics and it ruined my relationship. He's hey. sleeping with all these ladies. If you are a shorter guy who is losing his hair, congratulations because you have got the total package. There's a new poll from dating.com and they found it is a great time to be a shorter bald guy and single a third of people who are currently looking for a man said that being bald and under five foot seven would have no impact on their decision to date them 36 percent also said that they would feel more comfortable making the first move on a guy who's shorter or missing some hair up top so you might not even have to do anything just Stand by the bar and put out the vibe that you're looking. The last stat seems a little backhanded, though, because according to the poll, one benefit of dating a guy who is short and bald is that he probably won't cheat on you, they say. That's not very nice. But... Until he takes new genics. <laughs> and then that might change. 72% say they'd be less worried that their man would cheat if he's short, bald, or seen in as a less attractive the less attractive one in a relationship. But overall, 63% of singles say personality is more important to them than looks. My buddy Gil's literally texting me as you're reading this story. He's five foot seven. <gasps> but he has a full head of hair. No, he doesn't. What? Yeah, that's what he said. He's bald. I'm like, you're bald? Like, yeah, I guess he's losing his hair. No, he is not. I just saw him When did you see him? Um, well, at the 4th of July parade <laughs> That's the last time I saw him, too. Um, I saw him post pictures of something, like a trip. Photoshop. No. He, he he sprays it in. No. That's what I thought. Don't said... talk poorly of, <laughs> of him. I like him. He's spraying in the, in the pictures. <laughs> spraying? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Did we get the new Genix commercial? Steph, Steph. Hold on. You have it, Steph? Yeah, I could do it. I could do it from here. Oh, okay. Okay, okay you ready? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Can you believe this? Doug Flutie and Frank Thomas. You guys look great. Once I turn 40, let me guess. Less energy? Less drive? Definitely. It's not your fault. It happens to every man. Testosterone levels drop as you age. Happen to you guys? Yep. So what did you do? We got, got Nugenix Total, Total Tea. Tea. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea, text FRESH 
3213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213213
All month we've been talking to fascinating ladies like yourself. And last week we had Alyssa Kelly. She's the CEO of PR Plus on the show. And, and she told us by a quote that she lives by, which was, live well while you're here. Do you have any motivational quotes or is there a certain uh, mantra that you live your life by? Yes. My mantra is whatever you do, do it well by Walt Disney. And I live by that every day with how I impact my team, how I impact my family, my customers, and just continuing to just be the best that I can be every day. That is a great quote. I need to come up with a better quote than than I have, which is a spoonful of sugar makes some medicine go down. <laughs> <laughs> Walt Disney's where it's at, not Mary but Poppins. That's a good Mary Poppins quote, Mercedes. That's really good. And like- I need to be more motivated like Alexia. You are so amazing. And who is your support? Who is Who are the people that really get you through those hard times? Well, uh, only till recently I've been able to find a really core group of mentors that have been through what I'm going through, and they're able to help me, and I can lean on them. But my entire life, my dad and my grandma have really been my rocks. They've supported me. They let me dream big, and they encourage me, never telling me what I can or cannot do. So that's been huge, especially growing up in Vegas as a local. Everything here is so big. So I've been able to continue to dream big just by where I live, who's around me, and I'm very fortunate for what I've had. You're inspiring just hearing your your, your story I and know. your journey. I love that we got to talk to you and hear more about you. And I hope other people are inspired by you and what you have done um, as someone younger and as a woman, but just in general as a great human being. That's It's so inspiring. And you wow us. And we want to give you that honor of being a woman that wows. Brought to you by North Vista Hospital Surgical Weight Loss Center. We have for you our Women That Wow plaque. It's from H&J Trophies and we cannot wait to meet you in person to give that to you. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I listened to this channel growing up so it's an honor to be here. Oh, When we started when we were five years old. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great day, Alexia. Hold on one second, okay? (laughs) Oh, that was a great call. That was a lot of fun. She's amazing. Wow. All the women that we showcased this, this month have been absolutely incredible. Yeah, it was a blast doing that this past month. Now, coming up next, we have What's Trending. What do you have for us? Well, in case you missed it, the Life is Beautiful lineup is out. We're going to tell you some of the big names that will be performing. Also, the number one movie on Netflix is a movie from 2019 that no one had even heard of until now. And the new shoes that work forwards and backwards. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Well, if you missed the big announcement yesterday, a Life is Beautiful's lineup was announced for the 10th annual festival in downtown Las Vegas. And according to the festival's website, the 2023 festival promises to be bigger, bolder, and just as beautiful. The headliners for the three-day event are on Friday, the Killers. Well, somebody told me. On Saturday, Kendrick Lamar. And on Sunday, you have Odessa playing. Now, um, other performances include Bloom, Yeah, 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 the 1975. We've got Omar Apollo, Khalid, Nelly. Now, 
Now, tickets, they go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Those are for the three-day festival passes. And uh, Life is Beautiful says very soon they will be sending uh, selling single-day tickets. And I'm excited, too, because it's the question, who are you looking forward to seeing? And most people say the killers and everyone else. I'm going to say, you what? Young Gravy. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to see. Stacey has become a Young Gravy fan as of, uh, what, 5.30 this morning? 5.30, yeah. 6.30. 6.30, yeah. Have you looked him up? I just love his look yes, and everything. He, he, cool just looks, he looks like some surfer dude or something. Uh, so that is trending. Um, I See You is trending. Now, the number one movie on Netflix right now is a movie from 2019. It's called I See You. And it reached the top spot after fans have taken to social media to express their love for the film. Now, when it was released in December of 2019, it did not get very much attention. But once it was added to Netflix last week, people have discovered the film thanks to a TikTok that currently has almost 13 million views. It stars Helen Hunt and John Tenney, and the movie description says, as he searches for a missing child, a small-town detective uncovers a malicious presence lurking in the crevices of his family's already broken home. I The trailer looked kind of scary. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh boy. We got the TikTok thing. You want it? Yeah, here's, what, here's where it was... Uh, the TikTok that started it all. You open up Netflix today and you see this hit play. Two things, though. It's not new. It came out in 2019. And it's also not scary. Don't let the poster and the description fool you. It's not scary at all. It's a psychological thriller. And it is a must watch. Ooh. That TikTok has like over 13 million views now. People are just flocking to to watch this so who's that lady what makes her opinion so valuable she does like netflix reviews talks about movies Mm -hmm. she she kind of covers all that that's like her niche on that it was 18 seconds why don't you do that what because you have so many great recommendations of shows or you do that around, around oh, TikTok? People don't care about my opinion. <laughs> they, they don't care. <laughs> That's I me. Mean, sorry. I know you guys don't care, but I'm just saying this movie was pretty good. <laughs> um, also trending this morning is BWD Shoe. That mischief fashion brand, we've talked about it a lot. They invented a new shoe that you can now wear backwards. No matter which end you put your foot in, it's still functional footwear. Now, if you wear them like normal... You've got an open-toed sneaker on, which alone is kind of odd. But if you wear them the other way, they turn into sandals. But it looks like you got a shoe on backwards. Uh, They're called the BWD shoe. I'm assuming short stands and short for backwards. But um, the brand tends to specialize in weird stuff. They also created those big red boots that make you look like a cartoon character. Same same people. Their new backwards shoe will cost you $135. And they hit their website on April 11th. And that is what's trending. Those tickets to our spring fling are coming up here in less than 15 minutes. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Make sure you join us tomorrow. We have more of those Disney immersive experience passes to give away. And of course, more tickets to Spring Fling. It is a month from today. I am so excited. Jason Mraz, Dean Lewis, Michael Richter, and hopefully you will be doing that in the 8 and the 9 o'clock hours. So make sure you're listening. We're out the door. J-Love is on the 
away next, but first, it is time for the line of the day. It was a battle this morning. The battle of the best soundtracks. And it came down to Steph was all in on Sound of Music being the best soundtrack of all time. I said it should be Top Gun. How do you compare the two? You have this right here. Girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes. Snowflakes that stay on my nose. They should do a mashup. No, a Top Gun Sound of Music mashup. Like, men and fighter pilot suits and I don't know. There's something there. With this song here? You are 16 going on 17 baby. It's time to think. That song is a bop. You are missing out on that one. The Top Gun is coming so much stronger than the last one. Face it, JC. It's a classic. A drop of golden sun. Here comes Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins would agree it's better. (laughs) (laughs) I need to go watch The Sound of Music this weekend. That'll do it for show number 1811 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 